Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. Here it is, a Tuesday, May 11th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Boy, I was so hoping that we'd be at this date going, okay, here's who the Flyers match up against in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Well, it wasn't meant to be. Flyers season ended yesterday uh, with a win. Oddly enough, they get down 2 nothing in the game and then come back with four unanswered goals to get the win. Uh, it's kind of been the method of, of this past season. Uh, good to end it on a win. Good to end it with some really creative hockey plays, by the way. The, the, the puck off the skate of Giroux intentionally redirected because it came in his feet to Sean Couturier for the goal. The fact that Joel Farabee picked up not one but two goals and gets to 20 goals and all said and done 20 goals in 56 games is a per 82-game pace of 29 goals. So those, those elements are good. A lot of questions. Uh, and we're going to get into all the questions here in subsequent episodes of Flyers Daily. Press conference today with Chuck Fletcher, Elaine Vigneault, and Dave Scott at 11 a.m. And we'll have uh, some of that for you in uh, the, the tomorrow's episode. And there's a ton to break down. There's a ton to talk about. And we're going to talk about all of it uh, and a lot of critical analysis. And we're going to look at this organization from all angles. And we're going to do it with this coaching staff. We're going to do it with the general manager. We're going to talk to players. And we're going to have uh, some really good discussions over this offseason, even though we didn't want the offseason to be here this soon. So that's all going to come up. And we're going to have a lot of things to discuss. There's This is a critical, critical offseason for the Philadelphia Flyers. But in this episode, uh, we're first going to get to Sean Couturier, who I had a chance to catch up with after the game. Uh, then we're going to hear from Elaine Vigneault. And then we're going to hear from Brian Elliott. So that's probably just about enough of me here, but here's the conversation I had after game 56 of a 56-game season, the one that will finish the 2021 campaign. Here's the Flyers' MVP, Bobby Clark winner, Sean Couturier, after the game. All right, joining us right now on Flyers Daily is Flyers center Sean Couturier. Coots, now the season's over. It's got to feel maybe a little better to end it on a winning note. Yeah, anytime you can get a win, it's nice, Um, but obviously it's... uh... It was a frustrating year. Uh, nothing went the way we wanted. We wanted, and the expectation we didn't meet up to the expectations that we put ourselves. Um, so it is. Uh, it is a um, not a good year, I guess. Um, but you know, to end with the win, it's it's nice. But uh, you know, we gotta we gotta you know learn from this year and 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 show up to camp and and be better uh, overall next year. I guess the real big thing here, though, Coots is how players respond to this this season and the disappointment of it in the off season and how they use it for fuel yeah for sure um it's it's part of uh a learning experience as, as a pro and as uh as as being part of the flyers you know we have high expectations and and uh wasn't good enough so we just got to be better more consistent and uh you know make uh make a push here we we have uh we have a good some good players that we can you know make uh make a good team and and and, and make them get some wins but uh you know we got to put it together and and uh find a way you've been pushing joel farabee for the team leading goals this season he got one and then you got one in this game as well but then he got his second in the game his 20th of the season what have you seen out of joel farabee this year well just the way he uh he matured as a, as a player as a person uh you know he's just going to get better and better with uh with time and as he gets older and uh it's nice to see him uh you know, improve like that and, uh, you know, 
expectations have, have always been there for him and to see him uh, live up to them and, and become uh, the player he, he has and the way he's going to be, it's, uh, it's exciting. It's nice to see. As a guy that's a, a consummate pro, the way you handle your craft, the way you prepare, the way you take each game, each shift, each element of being a professional hockey player, how frustrating is it for you to see this season where there was so much promise kind of go down the path that it went. Yeah, it's tough, especially as, as you get older. You know, the time is shrinking and you, you want to win uh, a Stanley Cup. And, um, you know, to kind of take a, a step back uh, this year, the way it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's frustrating. And hopefully we can be better. Now that the season is over, Coots, what's the plan kind of for the next couple of weeks for you? And I spend a little time with family, but a little uh, decompression period, I'm sure, is in order. What's your offseason kind of look like? at least at this point, as your last game ends? Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, obviously relax here the next uh, next next few weeks and uh, recharge the battery and obviously get back to work and, and get a good off-season of, uh, of training and and come into camp ready. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's long season. Hopefully next year we can come back to somewhat of a regular uh, schedule. But, uh, you know, I just uh, just got to prepare myself for uh, for an 82-game schedule. Coots, thanks for doing this. As always, uh, great season from you. Um, and I know that you'll be prepared for whatever comes next season. Uh, thanks for the time this season. We appreciate it. We'll talk down the road and have a great off season. All right, thank you. Always enjoy talking to Sean Couturier. And you just got a sense of his frustration in several media availabilities this year about not everyone pulling on the rope in the same direction at the same time. And that's something that needs to be addressed. He kind of alluded at points uh, to guys not being ready to play at times. And if you're going to play in the NHL, everybody's got to be ready to play. Because if they're not, the league is, the margin for error is too small that you have to be ready to play. If not, you get some of the games that happened this season to the Flyers happening to you. And players are going to have to be consummate pros like Sean Couturier if you want to have success not only as an individual but as a team so that's Sean Couturier thanks to him for joining us uh, let's hear from Elaine Vigno post game hey uh you said last week that uh you would uh you kind of knew what went wrong this season you didn't want to talk about it till after the season are you prepared to talk about that now no I mean we'll uh I'll answer questions on tonight's game we'll we'll talk about uh the season and and some of our thoughts uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, we're uh, meeting you guys at uh, uh, at eleven. We're, we're talking to the media, Chuck and I. And uh, after that, uh, we're having exit meetings, Chuck and I, with the players. So uh, we'll address any season questions tomorrow. Yeah, can you talk about the progression that uh, Joel Farry made this year? Uh, there's no doubt that. Uh, you know, the young man uh, came in and uh, uh, played uh, extremely well right from the beginning. Uh, I've said this uh, on a number of occasions, a very smart hockey player, great hockey sense, and good for him that, uh, to get two tonight and uh, to get to 20. Hey, Lane. I'm following up on, on Joel. You know, obviously he had a, a real step forward season. Is it almost more impressive that – you know, he took a step forward in a year where a lot of guys on the team maybe took a step back or struggled. He's a young player with uh, uh, a lot of potential. And uh, I don't think that uh, he's achieved his full potential yet. It's going to be on him to, uh, you know, have the right type of attitude, the right type of work ethic, 
the right type of commitment commitment here moving forward to become the best player that he can be. And as an organization, as a team, uh, we need him to fulfill that. Uh, he's, you know, he's proven that uh, he can be an effective player, a uh, useful player, a uh, player that helps a team win. You know, he can play five on five minutes. He can play power play and he can kill penalties. So uh, we need him to continue that progression. Hi, Elaine. Two quick ones. Um, first on Justin Braun, do you have any update? I know he didn't play about uh, halfway through the first. Yeah, I mean, Browner played the, the right way right till the end, uh, blocked a shot, broke his foot. Um, that's why he's uh, appreciated uh, and respected by his teammates and uh, his coaching staff and management. And then just, you know, I know the season didn't go the way anybody wanted it, but is it going to be a nice feeling when you guys walk out the door tonight, at least, you know, game 56, you go out with a victory? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I thought uh, we didn't get off again to the start that we wanted, but after that, I thought we played smart and hard and gave us gave ourselves a chance. We came back in the goal from a two-goal deficit and uh, and again in the third period where we had a strong push and, and won the third period. So it's positive to finish that way, but I've said this a few times lately, I'm not putting a lot of stock in performances uh, when, when you play meaningless games. Hey, AV, what are the next several days like for a coach at the end of a season? Like, well, what goes what goes on? What do you guys do? Well, Chuck and I have been talking for a while, and we've obviously prepared tomorrow's day as far as our, our player meetings. Um, and, uh, you know, probably take a few more days here to talk to the, the staff. But uh, I think we all need a, a little bit of a wait time to clear our minds and and uh, analyze uh, what happened here uh, properly. And you can't do that uh, on emotion. So you need to step back a little bit and uh, take the time that you need to an analyze this properly. Uh, you mentioned Justin Braun breaking his foot and you mentioned how he was just so consistent this year in his approach and his effort. Just what does he do that makes him accomplish those things? Um, you know, Browner ha has a, a, a certain skill set and he maximizes that skill set, uh, you know, plays the right way, does a lot of little things that uh, might go unnoticed, unnoticed to the uh, usual fan. Uh, but uh, in, the, in the game and the way uh, players analyze it and coaching staff and management analyze it, uh, there's so many subtle right things that he does all the time. That's why he's uh, respected by, uh, by his peers and obviously the coaching staff. First question there asked by Sam Carcidi about Elaine Vigneault saying uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, that he had an idea of what was wrong with the team, but he wouldn't discuss it till the end. Well, that tells you the media didn't forget about him saying that. <laughs> Sam brought it up there, and we'll hear about that today in the availability with Chuck Fletcher, Elaine Vigneault, and Dave Scott. I'm looking forward to hearing his answer because if you remember when he said that, my ears perked up. I talked about it on this podcast, and I, I'm really, really interested to see what his answer, what he thinks ailed this team this year and why they underperformed, why they ended up where they ended up. Uh, Brian Elliott, before the game last night, uh, was honored, had his family on the ice, which was really cool, his wife and uh, two boys, and I know that it was really touching for Brian. And I've had a chance to communicate with Moose since he played his 500th game. And I, I don't know if it's the end of the road for Brian Elliott as a flyer. You'll hear him talk about 
if he wants to continue playing and if he would continue playing here, uh, which is, uh, spoiler alert, he, he would like to continue playing and he's not done. And he also would like to continue playing here. If that's in the cards, that's going to be a decision made in the offseason. He's handled himself with class his entire time here in Philadelphia. And uh, here's what he had to say after the game last night. Yeah, Brian, was uh, tonight a really satisfying feeling? Uh, you know, it, it went a lot better for the team and, you know, within your actual 500 game. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't uh, start the way we wanted to. I think, uh, you know, sometimes these games are, you know, tough to get up, up for and, I thought uh, we responded really well um, and, you know, a big comeback win. And I, I think it kind of exemplified our, our season that, uh, you know, we, we knew we didn't uh, get off to uh, a start that we wanted. We were winning games, um, but we knew that we could play better. Uh, we were kind of getting away with some stuff and uh, it caught up with us, um, you know, uh, during the season. So, there's a lot uh, to learn from this season, um, you know, personally and as a team. And, um, you know, it's disappointing. Um, but, you know, I think, I think the, uh, uh, the evidence and the, the faith is there that, you know, this, this team can be a good team and um, we can win a lot of games. So, um, you know, it was good to get this last one to stay above 500 and, um, you know, keep getting points. Like we always say, uh, every, every game's a new game. And, um, you know, I'm glad we got this one tonight. Yeah. Brian, uh, do you plan to play next year and are you hoping, uh, to come back to the Flyers? Yeah, for sure. I, I plan to play. Um, you know, I, I feel like I got a lot left to give. Um, you know, I feel like I'm playing uh, really good hockey and, and health wise. Um, I had a, another really good year where didn't really see the, the training room once. So, um, it's nice to, to feel that way. And, um, you know, whatever happens, happens. I know, um, it's, uh, this league is, you know, you, whenever you don't make the playoffs, there's, there's going to be changes, um, you know, throughout your lineup or, uh, staff or whatever. And, um, you know, you just kind of have to roll with the punches. Uh, I'd love to stay here obviously. And, and, uh, keep searching for, for that cup. And, um, but you know, that's uh, kind of out of my control. And I just tried to, you know, let my play kind of speak for itself and, and, you know, having, you know, a pretty good record um, this year for, for how the, the, the team record turned out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happier than um, maybe if it was the other way around. Hey, Brian, I saw your family was at morning skate uh, today. I saw they were obviously here tonight. Um, just throughout the day, did you get a chance to kind of reflect on things, just given the uncertainty of your situation in the offseason with the Flyers? Um, well, yeah, they were there this morning because they uh, had to get tested to be able to come out on the ice. Um, so, yeah, they caught a little bit of a practice while they were um, in inside the building getting tested. And, um, you know, it's awesome to have them around anytime just to get a, another taste of it and, um, you know, uh, you try to involve them as much as you can. I think, you know, when I was a, a young guy seeing the older guys bring their kids in, it just kind of lit up the room when they walked through and, um, you know, you, you get a, a, a touch of real life and a uh, breath of fresh air when uh, you got kids coming in, just loving, loving life, loving hockey. And, um, you know, that's, that's the best part about it when you got uh, the kiddos around. 
Hey, Brian, um, the video that they showed before the game, you know, it didn't just have your teammates here in Philly, you know, talking about you had teammates from from all over the league, all your different stops. I guess, you know, what did that mean to you seeing, you know, guys from years ago talking about you and the impact you had on them? Yeah, it, was, uh, it meant a lot. I mean, some really great teammates, really good teams, um, a lot of great memories. Um, I looked over at my wife and she was tearing up because, you know, they're just as good of friends to her as, as they are to me. And um, I just tried to keep it under control so I could play the game. But, um, you know, it means a lot just uh, having those guys say the, the nice words and, you know, recognize that uh, all the effort that you put in over the years to, to reach a milestone like this and, um, and, and realizing that you couldn't do it without those, all those teammates and how special they were. Um, and, you know, even, even tonight, I, I could feel the guys, you know, really wanted to, uh, to come back and, and win this game and have a good taste in our mouths going into the off season. And, um, you know, it's, it's as a goalie, that's all you want. It's all you want is, uh, the guys to play for you. And, and I, uh, I try to, you know, pass that on to you guys like Hartsey and young guys in the league that, uh, you can go a long ways if, uh, guys really want to play for you. And, um, you know, you just be, try to be the best teammate, best, best friend that you can. And, um, you know, that's what I've tried to do my whole career. And, um, tonight was just, you know, another, uh, uh, piece of proof that, you know, that really, uh, uh, really works and, and works in your favor as a goalie. Cause you could see guys blocking shots and Bronner blocking, blocking a shot, not being able to come back. And, uh, even, you know, uh, G at the end there, just little things like that. It just goes such a long way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have all those friendships and teammates as well to go along with that, uh, 500 game milestone. Brian, when you look back on the season, granted where you are in your career and where some of the other guys like, like Justin Braun are in their careers, is there an inherent frustration with the fact that it seemed like so much was expected of, of so many young players to take that next step and it, it just didn't happen. And, you know, the, the number of productive seasons for a number of guys might be kind of coming, you know, waning down a little bit. Is it frustrating to know that the season had so much riding on those guys and it, it just didn't come together as a team? Yeah. I mean, it's whenever you don't make the playoffs, it's frustrating. I had the, you know, before coming here, I think, you know, we made the playoffs seven years straight and then we came here made it eighth. And, and when you don't make it, um, it's, it's a bad feeling. Um, you know, you, you kind of get used to, you know, ending the season and getting ready for the real push. And when you don't have that, it's, it's definitely frustrating. It's definitely heartbreaking. You know, you, you give, you know, your body and your soul all year long to, uh, to keep pushing. And, and when you don't have that, you know, extra time to play for it's, it's tough. And you could, you know, you, you know, it's in the locker room right now and, um, it eats away at you in the off season that, you know, you didn't take advantage of an opportunity and, um, you know, we're, uh, each individual is going to take it, you know, their own way. And, um, you know, hopefully it, it turns out for the better for, for this organization, for sure. There he is. Brian Elliott, Flyers goaltender. Will he be Flyers goaltender next year? Another one of those questions that we'll attempt to answer, but we'll get the answer for in this off season. All right, everybody, that's going to put a wrap on this episode of Flyers Daily. Big one coming tomorrow. Elaine Vigneault talking, Chuck Fletcher talking, Dave Scott speaking. We'll probably be speaking with uh, 
A, B, C, D, all of the above at some point, uh, maybe even in tomorrow's episode. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily.